everybody, my name is Alicia. In this lesson, I'm going to talk about something and anything. This is a good follow-up lesson to the video about some and any and someone or somebody versus anyone and anybody. Let's get started. Okay, I want to begin this lesson by looking at some and any. This is a review of the first lesson, a very quick review. Let's talk about the ways we use these two words. Let's start with some. I have four different ways here to explain the uses of some. First, we use some in positive statements, in positive statements. For example, I ate some sweets at breakfast or I ate some sweets for breakfast. So the difference here in these preposition choices is that at shows us that during breakfast, at the meal of breakfast, I ate something that was sweet or I ate some sweets rather. If I use for, however, it means my breakfast was sweets. That's the only thing that I ate for breakfast. I ate some sweets for breakfast sounds like I ate just candy or just sweet things uh, at breakfast. So at means one item at breakfast, for means everything at my breakfast. You can use this same uh, difference in preposition throughout the lesson. But anyway, I ate some sweets at breakfast is the main point here. Please note that after some, we have a noun, a countable noun in this case, and the countable noun is in the plural form, sweets. This is a key point. I ate some sweets at breakfast. Next, we use some to make requests, so to ask for things. When we need to make a request from somebody, we use some. For example, will you buy me some snacks? Will you buy me some snacks? Again, we see some comes before our countable noun, snacks in this case, and we're using this in the plural form. Will you buy me some snacks? Is how a native speaker would say that. Another type of question we use some with is with confirmation questions, confirmation questions. So sometimes these sound like a yes or no question. Sometimes they end with a right. This right at the end of the question shows we expect that this statement is correct, but we want to check, we want to confirm. So a confirmation question is used to check something with another person. We think we're correct, but we want to be sure. For example, you bought some drinks, right? You bought some drinks, right? Here again, some comes before the countable noun drinks, which is in the plural form. This question uses right at the end. If you want to, you could use you bought some drinks as a way to kind of like express surprise, I suppose. But if you want to confirm very clearly, you could use right to show that or to show that you would like to check. Finally, with some, we use some to make offers. So if we want to give someone something, we can use some to do that. For example, would you like some cake? Would you like some cake? So here, we can use cake as an uncountable noun or as a countable noun. It's a little bit flexible in some ways. In this case, the speaker is probably offering a piece of cake. So they could say, would you like a piece of cake to be very specific? Or 
This is also quite natural. Would you like some cake? Would you like some cake? So we can use uncountable nouns with some. Just please note that there's not an S at the end of this. Would you like some cakes would sound like would you like several, maybe large <laughs> cakes, which would probably not be the case in many situations. So just would you like some cake? Which actually means would you like a piece of cake? Okay, so with this in mind about some, let's review how we use any then. Any is used in negative statements. So this is a key point. Some is used for positive statements. Any is used in negative statements. So the opposite of this sentence, I didn't eat any sweets at breakfast. I didn't eat any sweets at breakfast. So here, you'll notice that there are two things different. I didn't eat, this is negative. This is different from the positive sentence. In past tense, I ate. So my positive sentence looks like this. My negative sentence looks like this. I didn't eat, I didn't eat. And any is included here in place of some to make the sentence negative. So negative verb, and then we use a different word. Instead of some, we use any. So for example, I didn't eat some sweets for breakfast is not correct. We cannot use that sentence. I didn't eat any sweets at breakfast. Okay, the second use of any is for information questions. We use any to ask information questions. We need some information from somebody, but it's not quite a confirmation question. We're not making an offer. We're not making a request. We need to get some information. In those cases, often yes or no questions, we use any. For example, do we need any drinks? Do we need any drinks? Here, I'm using drinks, in this case, a countable noun in the plural form. Just as with some, we can use uncountable nouns too, but please keep in mind there will be no S at the end of the noun. For example, do we need any beer? Do we need any wine? When you're planning a party. So yes, you can use uncountable and countable nouns with both of these words. So, with this review in your mind, let's continue to the second part of this lesson where we look at something and anything. So, let's start with something. Something has the same uses as some, but it refers to one object or one concept only. So, some can refer to a few of something, like a small amount of something. We're not like clear about the amount or the quantity, but it refers to more than one of something. Something, however, refers to one object, one item, or one concept. So another key point about something and anything is that it's a pronoun, it's a pronoun. So a reminder, a pronoun, uh, pronouns are words used as substitutes for nouns. So let's see how these are creating different sentences then. Let's look at this one first. I ate something sweet at breakfast. I ate something sweet at breakfast or I ate something sweet for breakfast. Here, let's notice this point, something sweet. This is very different from some sweets. So why is this different? 
Here, something is my pronoun. It's acting as like a stand-in for a noun. So we don't know what noun. It could be pancakes, it could be ice cream, it could be candy, I don't know. But sweet here, this is an adjective. So another way to say this is I ate a sweet item or I ate a sweet food at breakfast. But we say I ate something sweet at breakfast. So this is a key difference. The word looks very similar to sweets, but in this sentence, sweets is a noun. This is a noun in the plural form. Here, it's an adjective. So please keep in mind that the grammar of this sentence changes slightly. So I ate something sweet at breakfast. Again, I ate something sweet at breakfast means there was one sweet object at my breakfast during breakfast. I ate something sweet for breakfast sounds like my whole breakfast was sweets. Like I ate a lot of really sweet pancakes, for example. So let's look at another example of this. Will you buy me something to eat? Will you buy me something to eat? Here, we're following something with a verb in the infinitive form. Will you buy me something to eat? So this is quite different from this sentence. Will you buy me some snacks? Will you buy me some snacks? Here, something, the speaker is using something to mean some object, some item, one of an item to eat for the purpose of eating. So will you buy me an item? Will you buy me an object? Will you buy me a food item to eat? So we don't use some here. Will you buy me some foods to eat? Sounds quite strange. Or you could say, will you buy me some snacks? That would sound good. But not, will you buy me something snacks? Or will you buy me some to eat? We can't use those sorts of patterns. We can use something to eat. Or we could use, will you buy me some snacks? I suppose you could say, will you buy me some snacks to eat? But that's kind of like redundant. Redundant means we're repeating information. Of course, snacks are for eating. So we don't need to say, will you buy me some snacks to eat? It sounds like we're saying the same thing two times. So you can use this pattern. Will you buy me something to eat? Okay, on to the next example sentence. This one is a confirmation question that uses something. You bought something to drink, right? You bought something to drink, right? So this is fairly similar to this sentence. You bought some drinks, right? But keep in mind again, in this sentence, some drinks is replaced with something to drink, something to drink. So in this sentence, something to drink refers to one item, one thing to drink. Here, drinks, this is the noun form, the plural form of the noun drink. Here, we're showing a purpose instead with a verb, something to drink. So this is a fairly common pattern, actually, with something. You'll see something followed by a verb in the infinitive form, which shows us the purpose. Something to eat, something to drink, I want something to read, I want something to watch, and so on. So we use something to mean any object or any concept in some cases. Let's look at one more example sentence, in this case, an offer. Would you like something for dessert? Would you like something for dessert? So here you'll notice that instead of something to plus a verb, we're using something for dessert. So the speaker in this case is being very specific, like a waiter or a waitress at a restaurant. 
about the meal, or in this case, the end of the meal. So we use for dessert in this case. You could say, would you like something for lunch, for dinner, for breakfast, and so on. We use meals or courses in meals with for. So something is used here. We could not substitute cake in this sentence. Like, would you like something cake? We cannot use that. The reason that dessert is used here, along with something, is this is an offer to the listener. In other words, asking the listener to choose a dessert item. So this is a sentence that would be said by a waitstaff at a restaurant as they pass the dessert menu to the listener. Like, would you like something for dessert? So the listener can choose from the dessert menu one item, or two items, I suppose. But you can choose something from the menu, and that's what this something is referring to. So we cannot combine this with a sentence like this. Would you like some cake? This provides us one option only. So cake is my only option. This suggests that there are more than one option for dessert. So these are these kind of subtle changes, these small changes that using something and some can result in. Okay, so let's finish off this lesson, or rather finish off the main points of this lesson by looking at anything, anything. As with something, anything has the same uses as any, but refers to one object or one concept, or lack thereof, or zero of that thing. So let's look at these examples. First, I didn't eat anything sweet at breakfast. I didn't eat anything sweet at breakfast. So again, in this case, this is a negative statement. So as we learned over here, as we reviewed over here, we use any in negative statements. I didn't eat anything sweet. Just as we did with something, something is followed by an adjective here. Anything is also followed by an adjective. I didn't eat anything sweet at breakfast. That means during my breakfast, at breakfast time, I did not eat sweet items. I did not eat sweet food. I didn't eat anything sweet at breakfast. The next sentence is, do we need anything? Or you might hear more specifically, do we need anything to drink? Or do we need anything to eat? And so on. This is a very uh, useful question at like a supermarket or if you're leaving your home to go to a supermarket. Do we need anything? Or do we need anything to drink? So this is kind of, it can be used as a more open question. This one is very specific. Do we need any drinks? Do we need any drinks? In this case, we're using drinks as the noun after any, which is making this more specific question. But this question, do we need anything? Do we need anything? This question is more open. Like, I'm going to the store. Do we need anything? Or I'm going to the store. Do you need anything? Do you want anything? Those kinds of questions are very open. You can make this more specific by attaching a verb. Do we need anything to drink? Do we need anything to eat? And so on. So this is an information question. Again, you're looking for information from the listener. Okay, so with this in mind, I want to look at a couple of sentences, a couple of questions rather, that seem very similar, but perhaps have some very small differences that may be good to keep in mind. So let's compare these. First, are these two, which 
begin with did, did. So let's read them first. Did you say something at native speed? Did you say something? And did he say anything? Did he say anything at native speed? So what's the difference between these? Did you say something? Sounds like a confirmation question. Did you say something? We're expecting a quick yeah or no answer in response. Did you say something? So we want to confirm, I thought you said something. Did you say something? This one, however, is asking for information. Did he say anything? Did he say anything? Sounds like maybe you met a colleague who had a meeting with your boss earlier in the day, and you want to ask about the meeting. Like, oh, did he say anything about our project? Or did he say anything about next week? So this is an information question. This is a confirmation question. So the confirmation question sounds more natural with something. The information question sounds more natural with anything. Did he say anything? Did she say anything? And so on. So with that in mind, let's continue to this next pair. Very similar. Are you looking for anything? Or are you looking for something? So these are extremely similar, and you may hear these used interchangeably. But the first one, are you looking for anything, might be used more commonly by staff at a retail shop. So if you visit a store where there's like a lot of furniture items, for example, the staff might come to you and say, are you looking for anything? Are you looking for anything? So they're asking for information. They're asking for something like they want to help you find something. This one, are you looking for something? Are you looking for something? This might be more commonly used by someone who can see you searching for something. Like, for example, you're looking in your bag, trying to find your phone, and you can't find it. Your friend might ask you, are you looking for something? Are you looking for something? In that case, it's a little more of a confirmation question. Like, it seems like you're looking for something. Is that the case? Is that correct? So this sounds more like a confirmation question. Are you looking for anything? Is like someone is trying to get information, maybe to help you in a shopping situation. So these are a couple of good questions to keep in mind. Uh, and you can think about other ways, uh, confirmation and information question uh, patterns that you can use with something and anything. So I hope that this lesson about something and anything was useful. Again, if you want some more information about some and any or someone and somebody, anyone and anybody, you can take a look at our channel for those videos. Thanks very much for watching this lesson, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.